After days of refusing to lay responsibility for the hospital explosion in Gaza, the Trudeau government released a statement saying it has a high degree of confidence that Israel did not strike the hospital. A Republican presidential candidate has urged the U.S. to build a wall along its northern border with Canada. The University of New Brunswick's philosophy department cancelled a planned lecture featuring a conservative Christian. Hello Canada, it's Monday, October 23rd, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosman Georgia. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. On late Saturday evening, National Defense Minister Bill Blair released a statement stating that Canada has a, quote, high degree of confidence that Israel did not strike the Al-Akhli hospital in Gaza City on Tuesday after an independent review by the Canadian military. According to Blair, the more likely scenario is that the strike was caused by an errant rocket fired from the Gaza Strip. This comes days after the U.S. released intel confirming that Israel was not responsible for the hospital blast. When the explosion first occurred last week, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, while not mentioning Israel by name, implied that Israel was behind the attack. He said, quote, The news coming out of Gaza is horrific and absolutely unacceptable. International humanitarian and international law needs to be respected in this, and in all cases... There are rules around wars, and it's not acceptable to hit hospital. Other senior cabinet ministers also laid the blame on Israel, including Melanie Jolie, Francois-Philippe Champagne. More than 4,300 people have been killed in Gaza, according to Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry. Meanwhile, more than 1,400 in Israel have been killed, most of them slain in the surprise terrorist attack on October 7th. The Israeli army is currently preparing for a ground assault in an effort to eliminate Hamas. From my understanding, uh, Trudeau was in the House of Commons when this hospital explosion took place, and he kind of abruptly left to make a statement. Now, for a world leader, Trudeau should at least be aware of the fact that in times of war, there is such a thing as the fog of war, and the information you get immediately might not necessarily be accurate or truthful, or it might be skewed by a biased source, essentially being propaganda. It is especially irresponsible when people's lives are on the line to comment without certifiable information. There are so many things we hear and see on social media, which is difficult to verify. People's emotions are high. People are on social media consuming anything and everything they see, potentially accepting it as fact. But this conflict is historical. It goes back, way back. So if you're an official figure like the Prime Minister of Canada and you're out there putting out anything that might exasperate the fog of war even further might make people doubt even more. To me, that's irresponsible. It's an attempt to get a political one-up to be the first to comment on this, and that's how I see it, quite frankly. 
You're spot on, Cosman. Even though Bill Blair, our national defense minister, released his statement on Saturday evening, we already had information coming out of the U.S. on Wednesday, so many days prior. The unclassified intelligence assessment coming out from the U.S. stated Israel probably did not bomb Gaza Strip Hospital. We need to be wary about the information that we're trusting here because the Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza They're saying the death toll at the hospital is around 500, but the U.S. is saying it's more like 100 to 300, and they're still trying to figure out why the number is so high, considering that there was not much structural damage to the hospital. No word yet on whether he expects Canada to pay for it, but a Republican presidential candidate wants a border wall along the 49th parallel. Vivek Ramaswamy, who is seeking the Republican nomination for the 2024 presidential election, has urged the U.S. to erect a wall along its northern border with Canada. Ramaswamy said the wall would be necessary to prevent illegal immigration and crime from spilling over from Canada, which he claimed is facing a border crisis of its own. Ramaswamy's statement came after New Hampshire Republican Governor Chris Sununu announced the creation of a Northern Border Alliance task force to patrol the 58-mile stretch of the state's border with Canada. Sununu said the task force is a response to the federal government's failure to secure the northern border, where illegal crossings have increased by more than 800% in the past year, according to Customs and Border Protection data. Ramaswamy, who visited the Canada-U.S. border earlier this month and posted a video on TikTok showing how easy it is to cross illegally, said he supports Sununu's initiative and wants to extend it to the entire 5,525-mile border with Canada. He said he also wants to finish the wall on the southern border with Mexico and deploy military forces there to stop illegal immigration. Cosman, is this an issue that Canadian politicians need to take more seriously, the idea that illegal migrants are using Canada to get into the U.S.? While I think there is some political grandstanding here on behalf of Ramaswamy, there is a issue happening at the Canadian border in both directions. I would say personally that it's more serious in the direction of people crossing from the U.S. to Canada. But in 2022, I reported that the uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency found a 47% spike in people crossing into the United States from Canada illegally. And a vast majority of these people, 90%, were non-Canadians. There's a whole swath of issues and complexities at play here, and one of the major ones is the Safe Third Country Agreement, which was recently renegotiated between Canada and the United States, Uh, to most famously close Roxham Road. But if we look at Canadian border statistics, it hasn't actually stopped the inflow uh, of people seeking asylum and refugee status permanently. Uh, There was a brief moment of time when um, the number of people dipped, but it's pretty much headed back to its former trajectory. I sincerely believe that secure borders are a good thing, and if the United States wants to secure its northern border further, it has every right to do so as a sovereign country. But on the other hand, I would like to see a U.S. president treat incursions along 
the Canadian border, illegal border crossings, that is, with the same seriousness that Ramaswamy is treating incursions into his own country. Canada is a destination for many of those who illegally cross into the United States. It, it, the United States is essentially a pathway to get into Canada, whether they fly there or they uh, decide to make the trek across the northern border. And we know that migrants are being sent up to northern states like New York. That has been a huge issue recently. And I suspect that some of those people are making their way over to Canada, which, in my opinion, has much more lax uh, asylum and refugee laws. They're also less prone to deport people back to where they came from if they do not meet the standards. The University of New Brunswick Philosophy Department was apparently so scared to be outed as a department that leaned conservative and Christian that they canceled a planned lecture featuring a conservative Christian. Dr. Corey Miller of the U.S. evangelical organization Ratio Christi was originally going to deliver a speech titled, Is Christianity Good or Bad for Civilization? as part of the University of New Brunswick Philosophy of Religion lecture series. However, his title raised concerns among the organizers, so he changed it to Religious Beliefs, Axiological Reflections on Western Civilization. But the concerns didn't end there. According to the College Fix, email records show that one single student felt bothered by past media coverage of Miller, which had him implicated and vindicated in a dispute over LGBT issues while he was previously working as a professor. The UNB philosophy department was afraid the university would cancel their lecture series, so they opted to preemptively cancel Miller. Miller disputes the idea that he agreed to be canceled, he told the college fix. He believes UNB's faculty canceled his lecture because they already felt, quote, under the spotlight by the university for being a bit more Christian and conservative at a secular university. So, Lindsay, you wrote this article. You've been following this issue closely. What has been the reaction to Miller's cancellation so far? Well, Cosman, it's funny because there was all this fuss about the lecture being planned at the University of New Brunswick, yet the day after that lecture was supposed to occur... Miller then went to Crandall University, which is a Christian liberal arts university in Moncton, New Brunswick, and he gave a talk titled, Is Jesus Genuinely Unique to Basic Morality? And that lecture went forward without incident. Robert Thomas, the president of the Society for Academic Freedom and Scholarship, said that the decision to cancel the talk showed a lack of intellectual courage, and I agree with that assessment. And I tried reaching out to the University of New Brunswick Department of Philosophy chair to get more information and just, you know, ha what happened here. And immediately, you know, I get passed on to the communications department of the university. So you can't even gather basic facts about this situation because people are just too scared to even talk about it. And then as for media pickup of this issue, I think it's been the case for a couple of years now that were so desensitized to free speech on campus issues and rather than being outraged that something was cancelled on campus or 
you know, maybe a fire alarm was pulled during a controversial talk or really high security fees were imposed in order to basically shut down the talk without having to do so explicitly. Yeah, in, in Canada, we're desensitized to this. It's just, this is how it is in universities now. You're right, Lindsay. Some events do get cancelled in Canada, especially those of the conservative persuasion. But I know for a fact you just spoke at True North Nation on Saturday in Calgary. We had a number of guests, including Alberta Premier Danielle Smith, Conservative MP Stephanie Cusey, and a number of other True North personalities and hosts. So what was your feel of that event? Is there still some flicker of free speech alive in Canada? Yeah, Cosman, it was a great event. A superb atmosphere. You know, we had a bouncy castle, popcorn, great speakers, music... And shout out to all of the listeners of Daily Brief that I got to talk to. That's it for today, folks. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Plus, The Andrew Lawton Show will be live at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and ratioed with Harrison Faulkner will follow live today at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Please make sure to check out those shows and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news.